0: Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast, your ultimate guide to fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I'm your host, Matt Bantworth. Today we're going to be talking with Caitlin about how to get your first pull-up. And I think this is going to be a very interesting subject because I think that we, at least when I started trying to learn how to do gymnastics movements in general, is that I definitely struggle with this because I expected very quick results from doing not, (laughs) I'd say not enough work. And Caitlin, do you want to just jump in right now and just tell me your thoughts on like, even how you would go about getting someone their first pull up in the first place?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think the reality is that you are not going to get your first pull up or your first anything for that matter by just doing it once or twice a week. If you really uh, break it down and want to get results, you have to do what you want every day, a minimum doing something towards that goal, uh, every day working towards it. I think that's, uh, the biggest misconception that people have is that just by doing a variation of a pull up once a week, eventually I'll get pull ups. I mean, that is true. If you want to wait a few years to get your first pull up, but if you'd like, uh, to do it a little bit quicker, maybe within a year, uh, you definitely have to work on it
0: daily. Yeah. And this is such a big milestone for people. Uh, to get their first pull up. And it's something that is, uh, it's incredibly rewarding when you can finally achieve this. So what I guess would be like your top reasons to even go for this in the first place?
1: Um, I think it's definitely a milestone being able to do anything body weight um, is a milestone being able to do a push-up being able to do a pull-up moving your body um, well is something that everybody kind of strives for and I think should be a milestone as far as functional fitness being able to move your body weight um, throughout your entire life and longevity is important not just when you're young but being able to do it when you're older as well uh, is super important
0: right and You know, pull ups are seen as, you know, the ultimate test of upper body strength. I mean, there's a reason why people really want to get their first pull up and, you know, for good reason. And I, it engages so many muscle groups. It's like you got your back, your shoulders, your arms, your core all at once, and it makes it a very efficient exercise for your entire upper body pull. And it can be, you know, really challenging because, you know, it it just depends on how much you weigh as well. So. Um, if someone's struggling with, you know, where to start with getting their first pull up, where would you start them?
1: uh definitely doing something with dumbbells i think starting with being able to do bent over rows uh, being able to do a horizontal row or a ring row is something that people need to start with uh, being able to pull your body weight horizontally generally is a little bit easier than trying to pull vertically first um, if you do go to a vertical pull i would do a banded pull down or a lap pull down uh, or something like that to really start to engage the lat muscles it's something that's very challenging for people to understand um, and do and ultimately people want to use their bicep first to pull rather than using their back and so learning that with a band is very helpful before um, jumping on the pull-up bar and just trying to yank yourself up
0: yeah exactly and you know it's really important to note that everyone's fitness journey is unique and progression isn't always linear And it's always important that we always consult with someone who knows what they're doing or who've gone through that same process themselves. So this is a really so we do a thing called uh, goal reviews and then this is a great opportunity that at our gym at Red Wolf CrossFit that we do goal reviews to Break down, you know, step by step, how can we get you to a certain goal? And when we break down something like a pull up, we can help devise a pl- training plan for you or give you progressions. That's the best that works for you individually. And I think there's a big misconception because a lot of people think that, oh, I just need to, you know, do this pull up program or do all these exercises. I saw on Instagram or YouTube when necessarily like, those are all good general advice for the most part and well-intended. However, it's not doesn't always translate to the person themselves because you and I both know, because we've worked with people one on one, everybody has different needs.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Just making sure that you are on track. Um... The quickest way for yourself in order to progress I know when I started trying to get my first pull-up I definitely progressed too quickly I did kipping pull-ups before I could even do a strict pull-up or a couple strict pull-ups how
0: did that work out for you
1: Uh, terribly actually Um, and for everybody it works out terribly you end up getting more injuries versus success Um, so definitely working on the basics first and getting really good at it I'm talking about doing 50 to a hundred reps of a very scaled movement in order to get comfortable um, doing that movement in itself
0: okay that's interesting so tell, let's dig a little bit deeper into your story of how you got your first pull how did you how did you do it
1: uh, very slow progressions I worked with Matt actually one-on-one for a very long time Um, When we first started dating, he really broke down the pull up for me and um, I had to work on it every single day. And this translated over to a lot of different movements. I mean, getting your first pull up led to me trying to get my first muscle up. And like I said, I worked on this every single day in some way, shape or form. Either I was doing a horizontal row, a vertical row, um, a banded pull up. Um, kipping pull-ups, negatives, holds. There's so many different um, ways to work on getting your pull-up and to think that, oh, I worked on it yesterday, so I can't do it today. That's absolutely false. There is something else that you can do in order to progress yourself further.
0: So let, let's talk about your pull-up journey a little bit. What, how long did it take you to get your first pull-up and where did you start?
1: Uh, when I really started taking it seriously and I started doing it multiple times a week, um, I think it maybe took me anywhere between six months to get my first pull-up. And then in order to do a couple pull-ups, it definitely took a year.
0: And we're talking about just strict pull-ups? Just strict pull-ups. Okay. Yes. Like so it took I said. You six months to do one strict pull-up.
1: like and do it well and do it right and unassisted. I mean, from a dead hang, as some people kind of jump into their first pull up. um, But being able to really do it strict, that had been a long term goal of mine. Now I'm at the point where my goal is to do 20 pull ups strict in a row, um, unbroken from a dead hang. And that's I'm still at about 13 to 15 unbroken strict pull ups. So that's still one of my top goals to get to 20. Um, And hopefully by the end of the year, I can do that.
0: When you talk about how you, it took you six months to get your first strict pull up, what, was your, what did your progression look like after that to the point where you are now?
1: Um well to get the first strict pull up I was working on pull ups 3 to 5 times a week aggressively and then going further after that I mean just the motivation itself that I finally got that first pull up really started to push me a little bit further I still worked on it 3 to 5 times a week um in some way shape or form and and from there you know it just became more accumulation over time and and not lose and not stopping you can't just get that first pull up yeah, and then right? and then think oh I can do pull ups in a workout now no absolutely not this is something you have to work on if you really want it work on it and just work on that one thing for a long time i think the first thing people do is take on way too much at once and they're like i want to do a pull-up a handstand push-up a snatch and and a huge back squat well you can only really do one so pick one get really good at it get consistent and then move on
0: Especially as a beginner. I think as a beginner, you get really excited. You want to be able to do everything. You want to be able to RX every workout and that's fine and all. And that's a great goal to have, but it can get really frustrating real quick because there's only so much you can do. And, and I think people underestimate what, how much they can really take on
1: for sure. I see it all the time. It's, it's hard to come into especially Red Wolf, where you see a lot of people doing a lot of cool different things. You have to keep in mind, everyone's journey is different. You have no idea how long some of our members have been a part of the community and have been working on these movements themselves. They didn't just wake up one day and be able to do kipping pull ups. You know, some people have been with us for five, six, even 10 years. And so um, our journeys have been long. And I don't think a lot of people see that. Um, if they haven't known us for very long, but we have come from the point of not being able to do pull-ups to now being able to do pull-ups every day.
0: Yeah, that's no, no, you're absolutely right. And it's really easy to see point A to point B. Like you see someone, you know, it's kind of like, uh, like on Instagram or the internet, the before and afters, like people see like someone struggling and not be able to do a pull-up at all to being able to crank out a lot of pull-ups and they just see the before and after. They see the start and the end. They don't see all those drills, all those, you know, days of strength training, all the, the boring, monotonous single arm, dumbbell row, bodybuilding, bicep curls, banded pull-ups, jumping, pull up, jumping negatives, you know, assisted pull-ups with a partner, all that stuff that led up to that moment where they got their first pull up.
1: Absolutely. And people really don't see that. I have been through it three, almost four times now from the first time I got my first strict pull up to being pregnant to going back to pull ups, and then again, and again. So I've done the process, you know, at least four times now, um, journeying from being not being able to do one to being able to do it. And it's always the same. Nothing ever really changes. There is no magic uh, secret weapon. It is just you put in the time you put in the effort, and you stay committed and you stay consistent. And over time, it'll come.
0: Yeah, and I fall into that trap too. And that's what I fell into when I first started doing CrossFit. Is I thought there was always there. I was always looking for a shortcut. I was constantly looking for. I was like, you know, there's no way that you can just be patient and <laughs> do these boring things, and suddenly these athletes can get there. When really, that is the God's honest truth. Because once I hired a coach, and then once I saw that this and this coach work with a very reputable athletes that were much better than I was. So once I, you know, was on the training plan, I was doing all these things. I'm like, wow, so this is the secret sauce is doing not glamorous work.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's kind of the fun in it. Once you really uh, begin to understand and and realize, wow, this is this is going to be a long time. And you just stay committed for a long time. And you it's really going to pay off. And that's the beauty of fitness, right, is that we're just constantly working on something, um, we're going to have ups, we're going to have downs. Um, but if you just stay committed to the process, fitness is very enjoyable. And I think having goals and accomplishing goals um, really helps us in the longevity of life and um, being successful for a really long time.
0: Yeah. And it translates to things outside of the gym as well. Helps you stick with things, help you stick through the boring Absolutely. work, just like with anything else. And it's kind of funny how fitness translates so much to life.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have been so feel so rewarded when I accomplish something in the gym, whether it be really small. I just showed up today. Right. Or being able to PR, um, my snatch or my back squat, something like that. Either way it's fulfilling and it really helps out.
0: Yeah. And it's important to remember that it's not linear, right? That things come in waves. Like there's times where my pull-ups are terrible. Like the other day, like my, for example, right now, my strict pull-ups are doing pretty well. Before that, they weren't doing well, now they are. But the problem is now my kipping pull-ups and my chest-to-bar pull-ups have taken a hit just because my coordination's off because I haven't been kipping as much. So there's always a give and take. Yeah, you constant, can't be- There's a constant tug of war. You can't be good at everything all at once unless you're training for hours and hours a day and yes. that's no fun. Yeah,
1: we're not professional athletes yeah. here. We're just training for longevity and you know being healthy and being able to move well and have fun with our friends and community. I mean, that's what it's really all about.
0: Awesome, let's move into a framework on a step-by-step process on how you would coach someone to get their first pull-up. Um, first, let's look at some exercises that began that the can be done by beginners to just start building some strength needed for the pull-up. So walk me through that.
1: Um, I would definitely start with some dumbbells. Like I said earlier, single arm dumbbell row, upright rows. And then when you get into some body weight movements, it's going to be a horizontal bar row, um, a bent over bar row, a ring row, uh, something like that. And then if you want to do some type of vertical pull, um, I would stick with some holds, some chin over bar static holds for focusing on the top position. And then even the bottom position some hanging. A lot of people underestimate grip strength. And so you really Mm -hmm. have to start to develop your grip strength on the pull-up bar. I know everybody who jumps on that pull-up bar for the first time, they're like, oh my God, my hands hurt. It's like, yeah, because you have to work on gripping and hanging with your body weight uh, for a long period of time. Thank
0: you for bringing that up. Because I think a lot of people underestimate that. So thank you for telling me how, like all that information. I think that my framework for getting someone there, and this is what I've done with some of my clients, is I, just like how you said, I start with just the dead hang, get them comfortable on the pull-up bar, get them used to holding their own body weight first, build their grip strength, because that's the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. After that, then move them into some sort of inverted row, like you know, like you said, like a horizontal bar row, a ring row, that's always great because it's, it's not intimidating and you're still working in those same muscle groups mm-hmm. uh, extremely effectively and safely. Then after that, I would move. I would still add in bodybuilding, accessory work. And then my third step would be to start adding assisted pull-ups. But not I wouldn't do bands. What I would do is, um, and I've done this with you, is yes. that I would actually hold you yep. uh, at the back and I would actually help you push you up over the bar. Partner and, pull up. And partner pull up. Yeah. And we would start like, you know, easy, like low reps. Mm-hmm. And then we move from there. And then eventually we got to the point where I would help you do the pull up and then you would lower yourself down as a negative. And then that's usually the last step is doing negative pull ups.
1: Most definitely negative pull up or a partner pull up is by far better than a banded pull up hands down. If you can do a partner pull up or just a true jumping negative, you will definitely get stronger over time, uh, versus doing anything with a band.
0: Yeah. That's where all the strength is built is in the lowering phase of any movement. So when you do eccentric, exactly the eccentric movement. So if you're doing for example, if you're doing a squat while you're lowering the squat, that's actually where all the magic happens. Standing up, you know, there's a contraction, but it's not where the heart and soul of the strength is being built. So same thing with a pull up the lowering. I know we all think about getting the chin over the bar, but that lowering phase very slowly is where you're gonna maximize your strength gains. Yes, 100%. Let's look into uh, some strength building accessory work. What would be your top three exercises that aren't, you know, the dead hang, that aren't the assisted pull-up, the negative, the uh, the uh, the negative pull-ups, the jumping pull-ups, the band of pull-ups, like what would be like your go-to accessory movements that you would work with your clients with?
1: I mean, it would just be very, um accessorize as far as bicep curls um, would be good to develop, you know, the front of the arm, um, some type of lateral raise to develop the shoulder strength, rotator cuffs, right? We want to do some banded accessory work to make sure that our shoulders stay healthy. And then the last piece would just be added core strength. Um, A lot of people when they jump up on the pull up bar, their feet immediately go out in front of them. And that's just lack of core strength staying in a hollow body position. So hollow body holds bent knee holds, um, just being able to stay tight and solid while you're pulling yourself up is really important
0: awesome and as you're working on building these exercises we you know it's really important to make make sure that you're also maintaining good form so really the only good way to maintain good form is to make sure that someone qualified is there to watch you actually performing these exercises.
1: Yes, definitely have a coach, um, ask for help. I think that's one of the biggest things I see in the gym is that people just try to do it themselves and they don't reach out for help enough. Um, ask your coach. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say ask another member in the gym cause they're not always, uh, right Um, but definitely go out of your way and ask a coach make sure hey you know am i doing this right how does this look um you know little modifications here and there really go a long way
0: um let's talk about the pull-up clinic i know it's sold out already Yes. Uh, but you're going to be hosting a pull-up clinic at the gym. Let's let's kind of chat about that and the benefits of that.
1: Yeah, so it's just another pull-up clinic that we're having. Um, Coach Kim and I are going to be hosting it. Um, we'll have um, the ability to do both beginner and more advanced. Uh, the beginners, you know, if you don't have your first pull-up, that's okay. We're going to go over things like we just talked about, how to get your first pull-up, things you should be doing, um, making sure you're doing it right, right, activating the right muscles. And then from there, we're going to be working with some of our more advanced athletes as far as kipping butterfly pull-ups and then ultimately you know making sure our strict pull-ups are on point
0: awesome And what else are they going to get included with this?
1: So we're going to be providing uh, for free for the remainder of the month. Um, So it's just about ten days or so. Uh, You'll be have access to our burn and build program. Um, So this is the accessory program um, that comes with Red Wolf uh, that we do at the gym. All of the coaches uh, currently fall along with this. Our members do have access. It's an additional um, add on to our membership. But if you are really looking to put on more muscle mass, get stronger, uh, incorporate some bodybuilding, this is the program that you want to be adding into your uh, daily class routine. Um, For the most part, it only takes about 15 to 30 minutes. um, But this is kind of where you're going to start building more strength. And this is the stuff that is needed daily in order to progress your movements.
0: Yeah. And I think that I I like kind of rewinding all the way back to the beginning of what we're talking about, of how we need focused work. And I really think that this new program is really going to help people dial in their focus because it's going to correlate with class, yes. with our focus workers at our gym we program anywhere between four to eight week training cycles and we just have specific focus work that we do based on the data we collect from everyone's results and from there we build out a new program based on strengths and weaknesses so our strengths we want to maintain so we still kind of like touch on those a little bit but we don't hit those very frequently whereas the weaknesses we touch on we have a lot more touch points on so that way we can make sure we're making we're, we're being biased towards progress in that given area
1: Yes, absolutely. With MRF coming up, you know, we've been really honing in on body weight movements, making sure our push-ups and our pull-ups are on point. Our accessory work from the Burn and Build program has been tying into this as well. We've been doing a lot of upper body work um, in order to make sure that we can maximize the fastest time for MRF. It is a lot of volume, so we do do a lot of volume right now in the cycle. And then, you know, next cycle, we're going to be changing it up again, working on something else.
0: Awesome. I love it. Before we close out today's episode, let's quickly wrap up. Uh, getting your first pull-up can be a real challenge, but with the right approach, with the right coaching, a lot of patience, it's definitely achievable. And so what we do is we, the best way to start is by building up your base strength with exercise like dead hangs, inverted rows, bodybuilding exercises, assisted pull-ups, and negative pull-ups but just make sure you're paying attention to your form and ensure that you're getting enough rest. And also, you know, we didn't touch on this because we want to go down the rabbit hole, but you know, we we need to have good nutrition as well and good recovery. Always. And uh, you have to stay consistent. It's not something that you can just do a few times and then you'll get it. Or it's not something that requires only technique work. There's a lot of the work that goes into this and it's gonna take a long time and it's important to remember that every fitness journey and every person is unique so don't compare your progress to others like there's other people who've been doing this a long time who've been very consistent and you know you, you are where you're at and that's okay because yep. you know, we're all working on something. Yes. You you'll don't get see, there. You don't see the other struggles that the other person's dealing with. And so focus on your own journey, celebrate every mile, little milestone you get, no matter how small it may seem. And it's always important to enjoy the process because fitness is a journey without an end date. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to the Pack Mentality podcast. If this was helpful, please share with a friend and leave us a five star review so we know how to make more content just like this. Follow us on social media at Redwolf CrossFit and feel free to send us your questions there about pull ups or anything else related to fitness. Until next time, good luck. Have fun. Nailed,
1: Nailed it. it.